Hello and welcome to episode 120 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm the better half of Andrew Ferguson, who you can find on Twitter at Andrew RLP. And joining us today is the glorious Lee Creek, who you can find on Twitter at Lee Creek. How you going, mate? I'm going good, but I tell you who's even better is Nathan. Nathan is the best. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Would, um, you, say he's, would you say he's better than glorious? Is he simply better than yeah. all the rest? Then he is, and I hope he got his mountain bike. I hope that anybody Sanders that... Sanders be nice? Yeah, I hope anybody that wants to prove they love him, I hope they got him that mountain bike. I'm just saying. Maybe two mountain bikes. Two, yeah. There's no pressure. Maybe get him a blue one and a red one. Who, what oh, team wants, does he follow? He, he follows, uh, follows he the wants shark, doesn't he? Blue, black, or white, I reckon. Yeah. Well, actually, just okay. get blue, black, and white. Or all three colours. Yeah, yeah. And you can just have speed. opinion driving, riding on the other two, so you can actually have all three colours going down the street at the same time. I like this idea. The minions are Parramatta colours. <laughs> no, we're talking about sharks minions here. All right. Just helpers, yeah. slaves, ah. yeah. and people that were on the Titanic movie. That's right. Um. So, today we're doing our Christmas special. We're going to sit here and we're going to watch a movie with you all. It's uh, the, let's be honest, it's the greatest Christmas movie ever. It's Die Hard. Ah, yippee-ki-yay. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, press start. We'll tell you when to, like, so if you all press start on your DVD player, we're seeing the 20th Century Fox logo. They're now owned by the Disney all the Corporation. Yeah, the searchlights. Yeah. We should uh, try and get onto 20th Century Fox and have this over the top of the uh, audio commentary track on the official DVDs. Because this yeah, is obviously going to be better. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, here text on the screen. This is boring stuff. Make sure you're getting drinks at this stage. Nothing's happening yeah. here. Oh, look. Tamworth, get a little cooking. <laughs> oh, Tamworth. Now, I, I said that the first... The first thing was a uh, a plane first shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's holding on. He doesn't like flying. No, he doesn't. Well, you know, you're essentially in a tin can, aren't you? Pretty much. He's got the businessman next to him. Businessman flies a lot. It's like, you don't like the, flying, huh? The plane conditions look like normal planes today, you know, Virgin, Jetstar. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Tiger Airways, definitely. Bruce Willis still has his hair at this point. Yeah. And he's got that weird, like, upper upper lip is smiling, bottom lip doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know how he, he does that. Well, he worked with uh, Sybil Shepherd for a number of years on Moonlighting, yeah. so true. he had to feign, like, not wanting to die inside. <laughs> he's telling right, him so how got... to get over jet lag at this yeah, point. He's like... Make fist with your toes. Yeah. That's what I always try to do, make a nice fist with my toes. Oh, and, like, it's he's... a gun. This... This is one of the I'm glorious things about it. It's okay, I'm a cop, yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody says. Yeah, imagine those got... days. Imagine, imagine if you could sit on a plane nowadays and see someone with a gun on there. Ooh, he's, chat- he's looking oh, at that hot chick, the flight stewardess. He's got this. Not the old the... lady behind him. Yeah, die hard. He's got look the bear. Yeah, same, same thing yeah. that, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Jack Ryan. He got a bear for his daughter as well. Oh, yes. I was going to say, you can tell that this is fiction because people actually got off the plane and they're immediately getting their luggage off the carousel. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that, people. You have to sit there for 72 hours before your bag arrives. Mm. 
the greatest name in cinematography just came on the screen there, Alan Rickman. And he's Mr. Takagi. He's meeting all of his uh, all of his plebs at work. Yeah. Subordinates, Andrew. Subordinates. He right. is the boss man. This one. Look at the suit. Look at the way he's striding down. Ladies and gentlemen, he's about to make an announcement. You've all to... got a pay cut. <laughs> Everybody. One of the greatest years in the history of the Nakatomi Corporation. I've just been able to bump up my bonus by two point seven billion dollars. <laughs> Look at the wonderful eighties fashion. Yeah, and keep in mind, yeah, big hair. Um, keep in mind this is the late eighties, so yes. we don't have to worry about any Me Too stuff going on at this Christmas party. Nineteen eighty eight, honey. Speaking of, here comes this. Oh, bloke. here comes the um person that would sort of add to the Me Too. Alice. Um... That's his name, Alice. <laughs> Chestnuts. He's on. He's onto it early. You know, office sex. He, he's he's. Almost subtle enough, but not too subtle. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's putting the hard word on uh, on John Arrow. I mean, he knows that she's <laughs> married, yet he just, you know, decides to flirt. Exactly. And there's a uh, mm, clearly cool. pregnant woman behind the credits. Mm. She's like got that, that sore back, so you know she's pregnant. Yeah, yes. he didn't want her. <laughs> and she rubbed nah. her tummy. Oh, phone call. And this is the kids, and Holly's calling home, and she's like, I miss yeah. you guys. I'm just at a work Christmas party. I love you so much. Yeah, I'm looking at a photo of, of all of us that has a happy family without Dad in it. Yeah, we don't want Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Oh, hang on. There's a picture of Dad yeah, there, but I think I might just toss that to the side. Mind you, that picture of him there looks like they just – they all just went along to an episode of Moonlighting and got his autograph. With <laughs> yeah, they the just background. photoshopped <laughs> Sybil Shepherd and put Bonnie Bedelia in it. <laughs> you, you know, the thing about this is that she's one of the highest executives at the Nakatomi Corporation, right? Mm-hmm. So she's probably a multi, multi-millionaire. Mm. And you didn't think about this stuff the first time you watched it. Like, she's earning many, many times what John McClane is earning. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, hang on, it was the 80s, so there's a fair chance that she was being ripped off because she was female. Well, so, so she wore the pants in the relationship? Well, even these days, you'd only pay a 75% of what you would a man, wouldn't you? Mm. Hey, well, it was 50, on. I guess. 50 back then. Yeah, oh, yeah she does, she does wear nice clothing, so she would definitely have a good clothing budget. She would, yeah. It, it meant a shoulder pad budget, too. Well, <laughs> I dare say half her salary Hairdressing budget. <laughs> and the hair. Oh, God, pay he for them doesn't he, John McClane? That's the first Playboy model in this movie, by the way, too. Oh, really? Yeah. God bless her. There's three in the movie. I bet she's like about 60 now. No, she probably looks like Christy Brinkley <laughs> with all that facial features. <laughs> now, he's he's seen his name and he's like, John McClane? He's, he's like, Argyle. I'm your limo driver. DLG. On work experience. Nice bear. I wish I had a dollar for every time I said that to someone. You'd no. have a dollar. <laughs> what do we do now? Okay. I was hoping you could tell me. See, this is his first day on the job. Yeah. He's like, all right, Argyle, let's go. He's none of these 80s, like... You think you've got him riding up front. Yeah. Now, this is 1988, so would it be a cassette tape? Yes. 
Right. And I, I saw our goal saying that VHS was also included in the package. Of the thought in the back, his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> moonlighting, moon, moonlighting. moonlighting. <laughs> Bruce was used, at this age. You would have been used to riding in the front of the limo because he probably would have been a limo driver at this time. Oh yeah, he's having yet another cigarette. He's a man of the people. That's why he rides up front with the driver. That's right. How many movies have you seen where people actually sit at the front with the limo driver, actually go into the back? You know. This is question. probably the first I know, yeah. Deadpool did it with a taxi driver. Yeah, okay, Deadpool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's all I've got. Right, yeah, so he's obviously wanting to talk to somebody. He's a bit lonely. He's a bit, you know, mm-hmm. has no idea about what's expected at the Tiger something building. <laughs> Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza. The Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza. Plaza, yeah. I've been watching this movie for years. Hey, how do I know all this? That's years, all right. mate, because it's so good, it gets imprinted on your brain. I know, I. Eh? You know what the amazing thing is? Mm. We're uh, we're seven minutes into the film and we're still getting credits on the screen. Oh, look, I did ask about what was the you know entertainment. Oh, this is the Christmas. It was rap. a cassette tape. Don't this do Christmas, Christmas music. You know what I'm really grateful for? That this was made in 1988 and we don't have to hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is You. <laughs> That's pretty Very funny. good point. Because if it was like, you know, 1998 or 2008, a diehard movie where he's listening to music at Christmas time, yeah, Mariah Carey would make the cut. It looks like that tree has been dumped there in the back of a truck. It looks badly placed, that. doesn't it? <laughs> So John McClane's about to, you know, yeah. get dropped Now, the look he gives this place is he's not impressed, right? He doesn't think he's going to be long here. So he's like, just hang around for me, Argyle, because yeah. he has no time for these fancy business people. This is way out of his league. He doesn't care for this yeah. at all. No. Strike out or get a hotel. You're all right, Argyle. <laughs> He's known him for a few minutes on a little drive, and he's already got a wingman. Exactly. This Argyle is a good man. He really is. We all need an Argyle. Man, that tree is not doing any work at all. That is a really sad Christmas tree. Put the lights on, you, you lazy bug. You've just I made mean, $35 billion. I mean, it's year. a Christmas party at this work Christmas party, and that looks like a very sad Christmas tree. Oh, here, here comes my first good quote from this uh, movie. Cute toy. And he's like, he didn't just tell him. This always got me even back then. It's like, just fucking tell me where everyone is, you dickhead. Yeah. It's like, you're right there. Just talk to me. It's where he finds out his wife's not using the, her married name. She's using her maiden name. And he's like, he's like, oh, man, that bitch. I'm going to have to have this talk with her again. Yeah. Finds, there she is, Gennaro. Holly Gennaro. Oh, he's already mentioned the uh, the Lord's name. Yep. He's not on the list there, sorry, John. And then he's like, oh, yeah, everyone's on the 13th floor. It's like, you, why didn't you just tell me to go to the 13th floor? <laughs> Thanks for your help, idiot. Useless employee. <laughs> Moron. Not Bloody... getting a Christmas bonus. You've already exactly. been replaced by computer, you idiot. <laughs> I bet that TV Eddie. wasn't even a touch screen, hey? 
Now, this is showing us the uh, just some of the general security features in this building. Um, One bloke who looks more sus than helpful. I know, eh? And this guy hangs around down there for like four hours. Yeah, he's just he's just propping up the wall, making sure it doesn't fall over. Yeah. Oh, look, it's our girl about to take his parking spot in the car park and crank up the music while waiting for his passenger to notify him of That's his not very good parking by our guy, let's be honest. Yeah. No, he chucks on some Stevie Wonder. But it's, it's, it's angle parking, not Argyle parking. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> That's a shitty joke. I don't know. That good. I like it. That's one joke more than we've made. <laughs> so Here we go. Okay, he's in the party now. He's just taking a champagne. Of course he's going to look at the chicks, you know. He's looking for his missus. They're all, you know, highly, Skin in the room, looking highly, for threats. highly paid women. Well, actually, no, this is 1988 America. Women are very underpaid. Yeah, the That's good right. old days. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> he doesn't saying, like this gear either. That is not bourbon. Damn it. <laughs> Take this shit back. Yeah. Get that down to forensic. Caesar across the room. Oh, look at this scenario setting. Great glasses. Hey, oh. Merry Christmas. And he gets kissed by a random strange he's guy. Gone, he's gone, well, at least, you know, he was better looking than Sybil Shepherd. Nah, she was beautiful. Yeah, but you asked Bruce Willis about that. He's got a different opinion, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, he wants to kill himself every time you mention her. Um, <laughs> oh, he's met the big guy already. Yeah, the, the boss, boss just hanging around. Oh, I better leave a good impression. Oh, giving him a limo seemed the least he could do. Yeah, don't worry, it's gone the expense account. He's just saying how there's several floors under construction. Guys, guys, yeah. that last line um, where um, her boss said, Holly's just gone to fax. I still yeah. use faxes in my workplace. Really? Yeah. Just there, the fax there is that. Well, it was just, um, He was just having some of that sherbet. You know the whispies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people always think that he's, uh, he's snorting cocaine, but oh. Alice is a very respectable human. Yeah, people well, from Whizfizz. Yeah. I remember Whizfizz back in the um, days when you used to go to the lolly shop. And he you... does have a bit of a yeah. Too. People from the Gold Coast are like, "Of course he's doing coke. What are you talking about? <laughs> Isn't that what you do at work, coke? <laughs> Just turn up, do coke, go home." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they celebrated Christmas in Japan. You racist, Ellis. A... Pearl Harbor didn't work out, so <laughs> you went to tape decks. Whoa, Ellis, oh, chill, yeah. man. Nice <laughs> Ellis is on edge. He's not yeah. getting a, a raise. <laughs> That's what oh, happens look. when you do too much blow. You start talking. <laughs> Hello, John. Uh, Hello, he's wife. Well, ex-wife. There's quite a bit of tension in the air here. Yeah. She's still a little breathless seeing him. Cat in mm. the house. And uh, she's got to pretend that she likes him in front of her boss because they're very, yeah. uh, uh, what do they call it? They say conventional or something. Yeah. Oh, Alice is here. He slows up his opposition going, oh, I can take this bloke. He's balding. I've got yeah. a beard. I've got the upper hand. i got drugs. Drugs I'm, are bad. Now he's bragging about his Rolex. <sighs> oh, a little wink. Ooh. Here we go. Some worst deliveries. <laughs> no, just kidding. You know these are terrorists because they're actually doing their job on a public holiday. <laughs> I don't know why people didn't key onto this a bit earlier. That's that's the real crime here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no one winked at this. It's 
Ah, oh, dear. Can someone tell me why he got like half undressed? Well, I think he's. I think um, Holly was expecting him to, you know, pack some nice clothing to attend this function tonight. All right. Didn't get a chance to ask you on the phone. They're having a bit of small talk, not talking about their relationship. Yeah. Notice the bottle of Evian water. That's usually um, available at hotels that we stay at. Oh, really? Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Oh, it's leading up to a bit of. Uh, he's he's got like, that stern look on his face. There's, there's his bitch face. Yeah, it's like spare bedroom. And she's like, yeah. kids would like to have you around, not mentioning herself. The kids miss you. He's setting up. Oh. Here it comes. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Now, yeah. is that another of the... Yes. The, uh, okay. That's was Playmate that, number two. Was that Playmate number two? You, yeah. You've done a bit of extensive research on... Um, no, no. It's it's a fact that women. was on, on one of your sheets here. Oh, right. Yes, I've got some facts someone, about Dyer. Someone did research. So I did a bit of reading through it. I'll tell you what. I have heard some digging out of a bad situation before, Andrew, but bravo. <laughs> thank you thank you that was smooth and fast that was that, that really was, was. Uh, also that's what she said yeah now she's married well she's she's coming out with the excuses she's doing better than me yeah this conversation again we did this in july we never finished this conversation maybe they should do a diehard for that first conversation diehard. that's maybe what <laughs> this should have been diehard too diehard one should have been that conversation exactly She's like, I know exactly what your idea of marriage is. And a secretary walks in. It's like, get out. Yeah, she doesn't have big enough hair for the 80s. No. She's turned up about five years too early. She's looking at him like he's, like, got a machete in his hand or something. It's kind of weird. It's not a stripper, gram. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's his, there's his bitch face. He's not happy. Oh, Holly. Oh, I just got to bang this door a few times. That was great, John. Good job. Very mature. He's looking around. Here comes the couriers again. Still driving. People figure it out. Well, oh, that's uh, yeah, that's the head honcho turning up. Of course, he's turning up in a Merc. Yes. As you do, because he's German. Yeah. Do not enter. Look, they're not even obeying the rules. These people are rebels. And then the security, he's like, hmm, a giant truck coming into the building. Seems legit. up out the front. Yeah, this is obviously some people for the party. I'll just get them to type on the screen. This must be a special yeah. guest with the Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> a blonde man and a black man. This will go down well. Hang on, I thought, hang on. Where was the boss? I thought the boss was there. He's in the back of the van, is he not? Now. The blonde guy's not really much of an actor in these situations. The blonde guy is Carl. Mm. What's his name? I do like this guy, though. You've you got to like a bad guy. He's got a personality. He did have. He was, so, he was probably. He had a bubbly personality for a terrorist, really, didn't yeah. he? I love this guy. Not just for a terrorist, but also for a bloke who works on computers. Yeah, he's got some IT skills. Yeah, I like the way he, he 
messes with computers here. He's just like banging away at the keyboard and then he goes and he pulls out all of the stuff. This guy's still hanging around. Looks like a cop from a 70s show. There's a chocolate. Wrong. Flashbang. There's the first person dead. This is the uh, loading dock. Here he is. There's Huey Lewis. The man. Here is the greatest villain ever. Agreed. In his trench coat. Who had a better debut in their screen? Well, I have some interesting facts to share with your listeners. Yeah, go for it. Frank Sinatra got first dibs on playing the role of John McClane. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Yeah, but the best part was also... um, yeah, he was going to play the bad guy. Uh, Sam Neill, the, the good old yeah. New Zealand actor that we love so much from movies like Jurassic Park, um, was also considered for the role of Hans Gruber. I think that would could have you, been a bad choice. Could you imagine? Can you Hans, imagine him Hans, trying to do a German accent? Yeah, a, a Kiwi German accent. He <laughs> was in that movie as Shoot a bad guy. the glass, uh, bro. What was his... No. And imagine Frank Sinatra um, saying he did it my way. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of yippee ki my way. <laughs> I like the fact that Hans Gruber got out of the lift with the same sort of disgust at the building that John McClane had when he entered it. Yeah. I just love how they just focus on him like, you know, like he's like definitely the, the bad dude, but he's the most important character other than Bruce Willis's character in this. And that look on his face, you know, it's evil, pure evil. It's like Scar from The Lion King, you He's know. So calm and calculating. Didn't he voice Scar? I think it was um, Jeremy yeah. Irons. Jeremy who Irons, played okay. His brother Simon in Die Hard with Avengers. Listen to the facts here. I wow. am facts guru, but I couldn't tell you the name of the bloody place the Christmas party was being held at, though. <laughs> that you, is a you, very you had to bad. help me there, freaky. Oh, I want to go on the slide. Here comes the blonde Scandinavian-looking dude with glasses. Stereotypical. Let's yeah. let's be honest. He's uh now he he's going to try and wire it properly, but then someone comes in with a chainsaw and it's like I'm I'm not taking the time to wait for you to rewire this system. And now John's rubbing his feet in the floor. He's, he's like, making fists with his toes. He's like, a bitch, that's some bitch was right. Oh, he's, that's exactly what he said. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know this movie very well. <laughs> oh, he's looking at his wallet and his family photos. Is that Argyle's card there? We miss you, Daddy. Love Lucy and... John. You, you're so clever, aren't you? You know all the characters in this movie. <laughs> well, he's hard at work here with the wires. Why is he going to this much effort to, to make it all Did precise? Did I say he was Scandinavian, the bad blonde dude with the glasses and blue eyes? Yes. Yeah. I liked it when he was in Hanson and he sung Mbop. <laughs> you know, when I first heard and saw that video clip on TV hits, I thought it was a girl. Wait a minute. It's not a girl? It's a boy. That, I thought it was Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> now, this is his brother. And his brother hasn't got time for his bullshit. Mm. He's like, 999. How did I say 999? I did. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to work quick here. It's like, I have to compete with my brother. 
Don't know why he's panicking for. For those playing at home, nine means no in German. Yes, you're learning a bit of German tonight. Yeah. Now, Argyle, they've been cut off. Yeah. And Argyle's like, you called me. It's interesting that he just leaves the uh, leaves the chainsaw there. I mean, that would be a very handy tool later on, you'd imagine. Yeah, that's a good point. But they don't know that there's a uh, kick-ass New York City cop roaming the building either. They think they're on their own. With subordinates. Yeah, they yes. brought a ton of guns. <laughs> He's a great first line. He goes, ladies and gentlemen. And then the shit's about to go down. Oh. realise that the phone's dead. That'd be gunshots right there. Grabs his Didn't need to put shoes on, though, did you, John McClane? You will see the, uh, the, the uh, second playmate again here. In a state of undress. When these uh, terrorists go through and they're taking everyone out of all the rooms. John's realised that the shit's got bad. Yeah, she is. She probably got paid as much as Bruce Willis did for that little moment there. (laughs) Now they look in and it's like, everything is empty. Why? Because he has left. They're making jokes already. Yeah, John McClane's running up the stairs with his He's gun right. and barefooted. Up the more steps. I'm I'm exhausted just watching him climbing steps. He's only gone up four flights. Uh, imagine if he kicked his toe with no shoes on too. That'd oh, really oh. sting. That'd be worse than walking on the glass. They're telling Alistair stay calm and he's like just flying right now. (laughs) He's like standing there telling everybody about these business ideas he's got because he's just done shitloads of cocaine. And all about Pearl Harbor gone bad. Yeah. Yeah. Such a racist guy. He's just thinking, uh, man, this is some good coke. I need to get some more of this gear again. (laughs) He's like... I swear there's people with guns here. This place is going off. He's figured it out now. There's a woman across the street. She's in a in a unit, and she's able to use the phone. Yeah. He's worked out that there must be something going on in this building because that nude woman can ring her boyfriend or lover on the phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. That and the terrorists with guns. Or ring for a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the cold calculating part of uh, Hans Gruber. Talks very calmly, slowly and methodically as he weeds out the one person he's after. One of Britain's greatest actors, Alan Rickman. Him and Rowan Atkinson. (laughs) Yeah. Go away, cat. She's like, don't move. And he's like, bitch, I'm your boss. (laughs) <laughs> in pretty impressive resume at... here Hey Pretty impressive resume here Yeah it is pretty good Went to the University of California Alice is just like <laughs> is, He's just gone out There he is It's the coke's really hitting him hard there It really has MBA yeah. Harvard <laughs> President Nakatomi Trading Vice Chairman, 
Why does he think that guy's called Nakatomi? Father of five. It's got it. I just want to point out Andrew knows all the lines of this movie. <laughs> times. I think people know... Um, Especially during Christmas. I, I've made it clear that this is possibly one of the very few movies that I watch on a regular basis. <laughs> See, I, I think that uh, that's the beautiful thing about having a family, is that you get the chance to oppress them with your own <laughs> wants and needs on a regular basis. <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the right age that I should introduce this movie to my daughter? Uh, she's already old enough. You should have okay. been doing it for two or three years, I reckon. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Phillips, London. I have two myself. Rumour has it, Arafat buys his there. See, he's done his research. He's even talking about the suits. Mm. Guided missile. Ah, hmm, this doesn't seem right. Did they ever use that? Yeah, uh, yeah I think they did at the oh. chopper. Oh, oh, that's spoiler right. alert. Spoiler alert. We've given everything away. There's some people that have not watched this movie. I'm not one of them. I think there's about seven people who haven't seen it. Elle's one of them, her daughter. She hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a nice piece of Lego. Now, what does he see? He sees a... I can't remember what it is. Is it a bridge? Yes, it is! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've seen this movie too many times. It's a very unique design, that bridge. Yeah, the old vagina design. That's the one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was going to be subtle about it, but I thought, you know what, if I just mention it, you'll you'll do the rest. Yeah, the, you don't know whether to drive over it or just admire it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say. I was wondering where you are going to go there. Oh, my goodness. Didn't expect sex talk during Die Hard. I mean, there there's, there's quite a few sex scenes in this movie, but... We're watching Die Hard. Not Get uh, Hard. Not work. Get Hard. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's time for the business meeting. Fill in the blanks questions, actually. CEO Workstation. Here comes our favourite criminal. We need some keys. I don't have that code. <laughs> you broke need to access our computer? They'll change it. You won't be able to blackmail our executives. Oh, he's talking to him like he's a dog now. Sit down. There's a commute computer nerd there. Yeah, look at him. He's, he's look at him. He looks. He doesn't have a, a fancy suit. He's looking at him like, don't try me, bitch. I like the way that the computer screen pops out of the table, though. That's really cool. Why yeah. don't we have that now? It's we're like 30 years in the future from this. We should have that. that. $640 million, that, that's just not enough anymore, Hans. That would buy like a quarter of the stadium in Sydney. Yeah. You can't even get the Sydney Football Stadium for that. No. It's like, you want money? What kind of terrorists are you? That is funny. Hans thinks it's hilarious. Oh, there's that beautiful bridge. Mm. John McClane thinks I need to be under that. Especially yeah. Perving <laughs> earlier on chicks. Jesus. He was looking at quite a few chicks in this movie, wasn't he? I was, what a I've seen a few. Hey? 
10 days operating capital. Oh, it's only 10 days. Okay. The code. Taking the silencer off, which is amusing, which is interesting. Yeah, it doesn't need to be quiet anymore. Although yeah. they did go on with automatic weapons. They weren't being quiet at any point. That's right. So it makes you wonder why he decided to bring the silencer in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe he just realised, man, this is overkill. I don't need it. Maybe he just likes to flash, you know, he's, he's, that he's got some good ammunition and some good munitions. Then again, That's... maybe he just doesn't like to blow out his ears, which is what would happen if you're just firing guns randomly like that. That's true. Ooh, I'm going to count, to count to three. three. It will not be a four. This is good, this bit. Mm. I'm sorry, I don't know the code. You're just going to have to kill me. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Not that it was good, but it was like pretty full. Dispose of that. (laughs) The German name's Karl and Heinrich. That's not stereotypical, is it? No. And they're looking because John made a noise. They're like, hmm, what was that noise? Better check in here. Yeah, he's not in there. Go in here. This door seems locked. I mean, 56. Yes. It's like when Homer whispers. Bit of sarcasm there from Hans. He didn't bring me for my charming personality. I think he did. I reckon he did too. Because that personality is divine. Argyle didn't hear shit. He's too busy listening to rap. And He's winning up chicks. Chick, yeah. Sweetheart. Would you I'm like a bit like of black it. magic? <laughs> I've, I've got a limo. I'm not being racist, listeners. I'm just, I'm just, you know. Pointing out that our goal is this, you know, good-looking black dude that's got a limo job on the side. Yeah, I mean, it's still opinions, every single one of his podcast. It's not a full-time occupation for him. But if any of us had a, had a job as a limo driver, we'd be all sitting there saying, "Yeah, I own a limo now. Come check it out." I've got wheels, <laughs> suspension. <laughs> Imagine that you say to a chick, "Yeah, I'll pick you up in a limo and everything." Remember, these are the days back when men, um, you know, men who thought they were fashionable had the same hairstyles as women. Yeah. They also, uh, they all wore long t- long sleeve t- uh, shirts and rolled up the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, this was, this is before uh, Wham, and it kind of that, now it doesn't that work. That dude really did look like George Michael, didn't he? He did a little bit. Yeah. So we're into part one of the vault. Mm-hmm where he's got some antique stuff, which looks pretty boring. It's like a fridge. Yeah, it's a massive fridge. Now, here's the thing, right? And we didn't think of this stuff back when these movies come out. Why the bloody hell would you keep this stuff in a vault here instead of a bank? That's a good point. But as Die Hard 3 taught us... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) You're right, you're right. (laughs) Banks is just a bit obvious because everyone goes, oh, that's where all the money is. Let's go there. Where would you keep it? Fort Knox? Yeah, that's not really good, is it? 
Now he's gonna. He's like, oh yeah, fire extinguisher. OMG, fire alarm. Light bulb moment. Huey Lewis is like, we got a fire alarm going off here. Gives him the guy's name and cancel the alarm. Jeez, Hans is just he's he's on top of everything. Then he sends up Carl. Not is it Carl? Eddie. Is it Carl? Oh, George Michael lookalikes. Nine. Nine. Yeah, I think Carl goes up. Look at the um phones. Is that, that's 19, not, 1988. Is that not Motorola? Is that one? a Fido Dido Motorola? <laughs> Here comes the cavalry. It's all over. End of the movie. Excellent. Yeah, so, so the police come and then it's game over. No, no, fire or yeah. fire. Or you they people think it's a two-hour movie. You've got it completely wrong. It only goes for 35 minutes. Oh, hang on. They're going the other way. Apparently they're stupid motherfuckers and they're going the wrong way. Then he's a ding. That's a shame. Okay, blonde Scandinavian guy has entered the room with his (laughs) semi-automatic. And he's grey on grey get-up. I mean, dude, come on, man. Dress up. You're taking over a a corporation here. At least put on a pink shirt or something. Something. Yeah, go out on a limb. Don't try and look like a wall. A handsome mbop shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Is that... um... Martina never had all over there. The fire has been called off, my friend. Now, here's a tip, right? If you're going to say to someone, I promise not to shoot you, don't cock your weapon and walk over to them menacingly. <laughs> also, I, would, I think the best thing to be saying is, I'm not going to hurt you. If you say shoot, you're kind of giving them, in the, uh, the, <laughs> you're giving the impression that you yeah. do have a gun and you do plan to shoot them. Yeah. I won't hurt you. And then he shoots. You've kind of <laughs> proven yourself to be a liar now, mate, because now you've blown your gun off. Well, he's the angry brother. Well, no, he's the, he's the other angry brother, isn't he? Yeah, the, the other guy's angry, angry the, the brother. The other guy's angrier, but he's angry. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, I guess it runs in a family. Yeah, mad family. Oh, there's a saw. Drop it, dickhead. It's the police. You won't hurt me. Yeah, why not? Because you're a policeman. There are rules for policemen. Yeah, that's my captain keeps telling me. And then there's a little bit of uh, Josh McGuire type of tackling skills there. You know, <laughs> the head. Is there a, is there a fingers in the eyes? Is that the Melbourne Storm tackling technique? Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. All around the neck. Lots of neck work here pretty sure that's a penalty and then they fall <laughs> now got this thing right from the, the 80s anyone that fell down a flight of steps died yeah they yeah. broke their neck yeah. yeah what was that all about man they had very fragile necks back in the 80s yeah that's true Te- technology the, has allowed the, us to have stronger necks since then it was the very tight jumper <laughs> yeah maybe that jumper was propping up his neck like a brace yeah maybe it was a turtleneck Oh, we're back on the computer. English translation: Red Castle. What number one disabled? Bet your ass I wish to <laughs> proceed. That's a fair drill. Yeah, that that's a drill when you're not fucking around. Yeah, 
let's be honest. You're planning to make a dirty big hole with that thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got some technology now. Walkie-talkie. He's got some cigarettes, too. But they're, they're those That's shitty nice European kind. Better than the shitty $2 one I've got. Oh look, it's good. It's good that the terrorists write their name on their tags on kids at school so they don't lose their jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> He's got tiny little feet. Yeah. You know what I'm really glad about? He's actually putting shoes on now. Uh, well, for it, five seconds. Too small. They were too small. <laughs> I love this. So this is a great idea. Like you want to make an entrance that you're there and you're going to fuck with them. You just send, you send old Carl down to the 30th floor. <laughs> with a note. Yeah. <laughs> Rooting across his chest. I like the fact that the uh, New York police officers learn how to disable elevators. I know. It's pretty impressive, really. Yeah, I reckon this there's probably cool. a lot of elevator... Um, technicians in the world who probably don't know how to do half this stuff <laughs> maybe that's what he did in a, in a previous job before becoming a uh, police officer is that like the guy we met at the party that mm. worked with elevators yeah yeah he's... i wonder <laughs> okay. if he knows all this stuff i wonder if he's watched i had recently he probably sit there and criticize oh, you can't do that that's it doesn't impossible. work like that yeah And they're sitting there. The terrorists are all like, we've got this under control. It's still going to plan. Holly's like, oh, man. Well, she um, just realised that she's now the boss. Yeah. She's just got a raise. She's sad but also happy at the same time. Yeah, she's now up to $32 billion a year now from that thirty-five grand job she had before. Exactly. And he's like, hmm, who's coming down in the elevator? Oh, man! There's Fabio. Chip Fabio. <laughs> Oh, there's a random screaming woman that's in every movie. It's Tony. So his name was Tony. What was I calling him? Carl. Yeah. And what does the jumper say? Oh, no, I, I have a machine gun. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just slaps his head. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Who hasn't played with a corpse like that? And then yeah, they just... start talking in like their their language, and he's like, "Now he's getting some intel on them. He's writing it down on his arm." Hmm. Do something, Hans. Hans. Tell Carl, you, God, his brother is dead. Brother. So the crazy family member is going to get even more crazier when he finds out. How about like at this point, Hans? Should have just shut up a bit. Like, he's given them all the names. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you just chill with the names, bruh? <laughs> it makes you wonder how, how much longer this movie would have gone if, if Hans had just kept his mouth, mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, this, we're on the express in the elevator. This is where we all thought that if you sat on top of an elevator, you just get squashed because that's how they make them. Yes. Well, that was fortunate. Don't forget, he's a new, you know, a cop. He knows all the skills. That's yeah. true. The thing is, yeah. he knew everything about elevators except that last bit. <laughs> he's running on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like this there part. There is primate number three. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, another chick involvement in the film. <laughs> Did Bruce Willis have something to do with the, you know, writing of this movie? Oh, here comes the angry no. brother who's just found out his brother's dead. Well, it turns out he's a vampire because he wants blood. Eat your heart out, Twilight. <laughs> Theo, that's the guy downstairs on the computer. That's it, Theo. Why, why couldn't they give him a better name than that? Argyle was already taken. True, true. I'm going to call my kid Argyle. Argyle? Argyle? Yeah. Middle name Theo. Argyle Theo. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I like it. Oh, Alice is back up. Yeah, Alice is coming down now, and he's getting worried. Like, he realises, shit. Has now set in. The drugs. These fucking people are drugs. real, man. <laughs> drugs are bad, man. Drugs are bad. And he's all out of drugs. <laughs> John's yeah, heading up. to the roof. He's oh, nice view. Wow. That's a nice view of, um, where is this place? Nakatomi Plaza. New York. <laughs> uh, not New York, LA. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to mayday, mayday. Anyone copy on this channel? Oh, everyone's so, listening to him now. Now, he makes a mistake here, right? And his mistake is that he jump, he goes on top of a building and starts shooting an automatic weapon in L.A. Like anybody is going to pay any attention to it. Yeah, it's not like they haven't heard that before. Yeah, He's my favourite bit of the whole movie. Okay. Talk us through it. Well, he's reached the, you know, <laughs> the, the police, and they, they don't know whether to believe him or not. And then he says, does it sound like I'm ordering a fucking pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this, look at that swish bloke. He is not German. He looks more like... Um, a band member of Wham? Yeah, or like his name would be Joey. Yeah, new kids <laughs> on the block. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you two? How do you just know that? <laughs> How do you not know that? <laughs> She's going to report it as an FCC violation. Uh-oh. They go, it's wow, like... that must be static. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will not investigate this. Well, that's a very well-placed uh, handrail there. Oh, another uh, stereotype. Oh, look, here. it's the guy from Family Matters. Yeah, buying Twinkies. Buying Twinkies. Well, now, what they was his name in Family Matters? Yeah, he Carl? played the dad. Yeah, it's always I Carl. Look, what I don't Carl? know his name from the show. Do you want to look it up? I thought he played Carl in everything he did. He looks I like loved a... Family Matters. Hey, I, I always used to watch it. Well, that was with Steve Urkel, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Stereotypical, you know, having coffee and a donut, American police. Eight Lincoln the 30. A code two. And he's like, hmm, let me just go and see if I can see anything. And he looks up and he sees lots of flashing, sort of, and what he's really seen is gun barrel flashes. Yeah. It's like, you hear hmm. it. His name was actually Carl. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just looked up Family Matters and 
And Carl, who's a good-natured policeman and diehard, plays Carl in Family Matters. There you go. He's just Carl. He just looks like someone called Carl. Oh, we'll just pick the name that you played in Die Hard. <laughs> he's just Carl everywhere. Look, he's uh, Hans. Not Hans. Uh, what's his name? That's Carl. Yeah, that's that, Carl. That's Carl, the one with oh, the dead that's... rubber. Yeah. Isn't there a that's a spy well? rifle. A rifle that was used by the Australian Army for... Might still be used by the Australian Army, quite honestly. Uh, now, what do we got here? Now, he's got to find a way out of this situation. So he shoots the lock. Yeah, that was a bit blind shooting that. I know. And it was just the bullet holes right where the lock was, hey? Yeah, just by fluke, he's, he's pinged one. Damn it. The terrorists are going very slowly. They're using hand signals. Like, very okay. slowly. Oh, here comes Fabio down the stairs. Fabio. He does look like Fabio. I mean, for a terrorist, he's just taking magnificent care of his there hair. There are some good-looking blokes in this terrorist group. <laughs> hey, how, I'll you, be honest. Do you have to really? actually submit a resume to get a part of a terrorist group? We need you to rate the terrorists out of 10. Okay, so what do you call the terrorists out of 10? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you're allowed to be sick. some points um, deducted for being a real aggressive bastard. Okay, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And his hair doesn't look really groomed nicely at all. No. So I'd probably give him a 6 out of 10. I mean, you know, he does grow his hair quite long, Mm -hmm. he's got a good aim. Well, actually, not good enough at the moment. Whoa. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't hit anything yet. He just took a turn. Jeez. Taking a turn. He, um, aim with his government. He's got a very weird running style down steps, too. Mm. So then he goes side saddle down the steps. What's that about? But Joey, Joey on the other hand, he's a spunk, that one. Oh, Joey's a spunk. Yeah. And Fabio. Fabio, yeah. Yeah, probably. That's the funny thing that being a uh, being a terrorist seemed to be a more lucrative career than being a model. Well, most movies don't have terrorists looking good at all, really. They always make nah, them angry all. looking, and you know, like Scar from The Lion King. Would you say that this is the best looking terrorist outfit you've ever seen? Um, In cinema, well, anyway. Well, Hans Gruber's you know suit that Yasser Arafat also kind of shopped around at. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're not. They're not sitting there wearing Adidas tracksuit pants. Or gold chains around their necks. Yeah. Yeah. They're very immaculately dressed. Very much so. They look after their hair. I'm sure they smell nice. This part here, I feel like it goes against physics. Oh. Yes. Is that one of the singers from Def Leppard? (laughs) (laughs) Pour some sugar on me. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so. It does look like one of the singers from Death Leopard. Very much so. <laughs> I feel like this was a really bad idea when he did this. Hey, like I know he's in a life or death situation, but this was a dumb idea. Yeah, the the probability of success here is very close to zero. Yeah, yeah. One man on his own with no footwear. How how can with that strap be unwinding that slowly? With that amount of weight on the end of it. Yeah, exactly. And still be holding him up at this stage. Now, here's where physics gets broken. 
because he falls down, but he manages to somehow get his hands in one of the little air vents. Yeah. I don't think that would happen. No, because you'd imagine that you'd be falling towards the middle of the, the hole, not along the wall. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, can you imagine trying to stop your entire weight like that? Yeah, because he bounced off too. Yeah. Uh, There's no, no way no, you're going to bounce back towards where you just bounced off when you're free-falling. This is a cool moment, though, because it's like claustrophobic and everything. Yeah, this is the famous scene everyone's seen on ads and yeah. gets his lighter out, or the lighter he stole from a dead terrorist. Come to the curse. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. <laughs> like he's in the vent system. Now he knows what sardines feel like. Ah, oh, TV dinner. Damn TV. it! You were uh, you were close. Yeah, I was close. I guess it's interchangeable. Well, it's yeah. bad members of Def Leppard. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to yeah, sit and about a hot teacher. That hair is amazing. It is. I mean, seriously, he got ready to do this, and he, like, blow-dried his hair and everything. He's yeah, like, come on, we've got to go and do this takeover thing. He says, hang on, my hair's not quite right. Sweetheart, I need to blow-dry it. Blow he's, dry. like, gets the Pantene out because he's worth it. Exactly. <laughs> and don't don't forget to condition. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's definitely conditioned. Mm. That much shine he's got going. The, these are words I don't understand now. Is conditioning like soap? Oh, I just use soap too. Like, <laughs> I'm actually growing my hair at the moment, hey? Got it. Have you got it as long as Fabio's yet? No, no. But Freaky, I could. to be your goal. Freaky, I, are you getting any ideas from this movie about your next hair? <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? I, like that? <laughs> I can actually grow my hair that long. I've, I've had it that long when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't want to... Because I've shaved my head for a very long time. Yeah, and so yeah. I don't want to go to a hairdresser and say, hey, can you give me a, a just give me a haircut that'll look good on me? And then, like, they give me the patented Ellen DeGeneres haircut. So <laughs> that's the one I don't want. Because if that happens, I'll just shave my head again. Yeah. No, you need to go in and say, I, I want to be like the, the brunette terrorist in Die Hard. <laughs> I want to be like... Ask for that hairstyle. You'll be fine. I want to be like Fabio. <laughs> yeah. I want to look fabulous. Not Fabio. <laughs> it's amazing. They're really good at cleaning their hair, but they can't clean carpet. Yeah. Here we go. A oh, slow medicine crawl around the car park. Carl from Family Matters, but Carl from Die Hard. Yes. Now, what's his name in this? It's Carl. Uh, well, maybe not. Hang on, let's have a look. Johnson? No, Johnson's the FBI agents. Oh, that's all right. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm going with Carl. No, they go with the, they don't say names. I think they don't say names. Hey, but I could be wrong. That's right. He's causing cowboy or something. Like that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, here we go. Goes in, talks to Huey. Huey plays it cool. Underrated that he played it so cool, hey. Look at this, he's just going, Yeah, I'm just no, gonna enter you straight into the lair. Come on in. Sweat. 
hang on. His name actually it looks a bit like was Kelsey Grammer. Too. It wasn't Carl. I tell a lie, listeners. What was, it was his name? Sergeant Al. Al Powell. Yeah, I got it wrong. So if you get any complaints, Al Carl. It. It's kind of the same. So Very similar. Yeah, I just he's always yeah, Carl to me. It's Sergeant Al Powell. Yeah. Here we go. This is the laziest terrorist of all. He's sitting back watching the game while everyone else is doing all the hard work. He had 30, oh, 50 bucks. I thought he had 30 bucks on him. Come on, come on. Where's the fucking cavalry? Ain't coming. He needs to send them a message of some sort, I believe. And then they hear a smashing window. There's always like a lot of dry ice going on around these uh, terrorists in the in the roof. <laughs> What's going on? It's a good question. Mind if I look around? He's like, yeah, whatever. And then he does that T one thousand turn of the head. <laughs> <laughs> That'd crank your neck, hey? That would. Be like playing Storm. There goes one. Here we go. Uh oh. No more table. <laughs> Sergeant Al Powell's just going for a, a walk. Ah, screw this, he says. Yeah. These are just walls. There's nothing going on here. Might as well walk 20 feet into the building to work this out. Yeah. Well, this place trying to be Al Pacino. His, yeah, say hello to my friends. <laughs> Good advice. Don't hesitate. Bang, shot him fair in the nuts. Right in the dick. That is brutal. That that actually should actually that should be points off. Was that was that training at the police academy? <laughs> <laughs> Don't move, dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> I love this part. This is a funny part, this one. So Sergeant Al Powell's gone back to his car because he doesn't suspect anything. So mm, I think I better, John's going, oh, I better make him realise that there's something going on. How do you do that? It's the same way you should get everyone's attention. Just throw a terrorist at them. Let's throw one dead motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice that um, Al Powell is uh, singing the the final song of the movie too. That's a great shot. Wow. God damn it, Jesus Christ. There's a little bit of panic there. And then they're just like, light him up, boys. <laughs> and of course... Welcome they, to the party, pal. They use automatic weapons to shoot up his car. Don't hit him at all, but they manage to blow holes in the in everything else. Argyle's got no idea. He's Argyle's like... Chicks. He's got no yeah. idea what's going on. He's on another planet, Argyle. God bless him. Argyle, if it was... Made now, Argyle would be playing Fruit Ninja. <laughs> and, and what's happening? Yeah. Oh, he's lost a Twinkie. This is bad. Oh, he's unhappy yeah. with his purchases from the Quickie Mart. And don't worry, people. That's not blood <laughs> on his head. That's just the jam from one of his Twinkies. It slipped. <laughs> oh, look, he's we've Danny got Weidler. a yeah, soulless person here. And he's Danny like Weidler sitting there. And he hears something. He's got an ambulance to chase. 
And what's he think he's got to do? I know. I'll go and speak to the, the housemaid of the wife. <laughs> close to Teddy Wildlow work, really. <laughs> now all the police turn up, but that's part of the plan. They needed to turn up eventually. That's right. Spoiler alert. It's nice and all turn up and, and put in a roadblock for a building that's not going to move. Yeah, for, uh, from that's like, real smart by the police. Surround, surrender building. You've got, we've got you surrounded. All of you, relax. It was necessary. Put a fumble bed outside. He wants radio silence. Now, this is where he starts giving out names and shit. And they're like, how does he know all our names? Tony Marco gone. Carl and Franco. He's still being very polite. He's such a calm terrorist. Yeah, there's no need to be rude. He didn't didn't swear at him. He said, you're most troublesome for a security guard. He doesn't understand this sort of American humour. Yes. These are very bad people. A fly in the ointment. Monkey in the wrench. C4. Find out if anyone else is missing. And you know what he has. That's really important. Everyone's getting cranky now. He's got the detonators. Mr. <laughs> Mystery Guest, are you still there? Ah, I see what he did there. <laughs> you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Roy Rogers. <laughs> Rambo. Uh, Rambo wasn't good enough for this film. No, no. We went for that bloke who looks like someone's dad. He's going to say it. He's going to say it. Here it is. The greatest line ever has just been said. Say it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey, keep your pants on. Here you go. We've got journos now pretending like they know what they're doing. Oh, this is my story. See, if this was in Australia, they'd say, look, go and stand in front of all those those TV screens in that next room and we'll cross to you. You're on. You're on. There's a smile. There's a terrorist attack going on. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Harvey Johnson. He's Gail Wellens and... Oh, there's negotiations going on. That bloke just goes, what a shit journo. Yeah, they're all very upset here. He wasn't what? lying about Marco. He's down on the street. The other man was Heinrich. Oh, there's the German persuasion. <laughs> he had the detonator. Oh. Theo. Don't interrupt Theo. Look at him. He's got... He's got shit on everything. 
What are the chances he'd st- be able to hear anything with that goal next to him? He said, zero. <laughs> exactly. Theo is just, he's, man, he's off the charts. That bloke is so good. He needs his own movie. He does. Imagine Die Hard, like, I don't know what they're up to, seven or eight, um, and Theo is the main terrorist guy. And he can't be beaten. Yeah. He should have been the terrorist guy in Die Hard 4, if we're honest, instead of that Timothy Oliphant guy. Should have been Theo, because he's oh, doing all yeah. computer stuff. Yeah. That would have worked well. That would have been way better. All right, so they're waiting for the FBI now. Damn it, Fritz. I'd just like to see in one of these films a German bloke whose name is, I don't know, something like Carsten. Carsten. (laughs) I don't know, it sounds evil to me. Fritz and Heinrich form. It's a little bit stereotypical, don't you think? Hans. They don't all have those names. He's giving them all the information he can. So now he's decided to take a break. Well, killing terrorists, you know, it's tiring work. Yeah, it can be. Would you say it's more tiring than, than doing a podcast? No, no, we thought, I mean, just writing out the script, I mean, that takes a long time. Well, that's true. What script? Hey, eh? where? Uh, the script that we are working off. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're all listening in intently, like, man, this guy knows a lot about us. And Theo's got his massive drill working. LA police have got themselves a truck. It looks like the Panthers bus. <laughs> nah, it's it's moving. <laughs> That's true. It's going it's forward. Here comes the annoying characters of the movie. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen The Breakfast Club? No. Okay, it's a movie where this guy um, is actually wearing the same bloody suit, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very tight budget as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> i got one suit. I'm just going to accept any role where I can wear it. It's about, we need a guy in a suit. Yeah, it's about five um, students that go on detention on a Saturday and he plays the um, the principal of, of the school and he's got the same attitude. So, yeah, same attitude, same suit, same annoying. So he's got the same acting style and everything yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Very and one-dimensional man. And unlike, um, you know, the f- fantastic hairstyles that we've seen in this movie, he's got the same hairstyle in, in The Breakfast Club as well. Which is a slightly <laughs> overgrown... And, yeah. a, and a tad unkempt. I wonder yeah. if we could interview him on the podcast. I wonder if we'd come on. I, <laughs> I think he's so unimportant that he's probably passed away and no one knows. Oh, man, that's a bit rough. <laughs> well, you know, some actors are like, like that. Like that. They're just like bit part actors. You don't know what goes on with them. Yeah, Holly comes in all sassy. She's Ooh, like, yeah. she's not I happy. Quest. I mean, what idiot put you in charge? You did. It's like. <laughs> I mean, seriously, would you play that game with a bunch of people with automatic weapons? No. Yeah, but, you know. Hang on, hang on, guys. Hang on. Is she kind of acting this sassy, cool, composed nature because she knows John, her husband, ex-husband, is 
behind the scenes of all this? Probably. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. She's just trying to throw a spanner in the woods. You've got to look at the, you know, psychological side to this movie. <laughs> She's just taken on a big role. She's now the boss of his company and, yeah. I'm flat out looking at the psychological side of my own life, let alone <laughs> this movie. That looks like a brunette Ken doll standing behind her. And he looks like he's going to sleep. And did you say, did you say shoulder pads as well were also mentioned earlier? Yep. Well, yeah. she's, here, she's here asking for a... Uh, a sofa for a pregnant woman, she should just take the shoulder pads out. That would be better than a sofa. There's enough of them there. <gasps> Miss Gennaro. Yeah, all right, James Bond. Yeah. He would have made a good James Bond villain. Yeah, he Al would have, Rick. actually. Yeah. He's Richard Thornburg. Sorry. Danny Whiteley. He's even got the red hair like Danny Whiteley. He does, doesn't he? Um, the lack of research. Our goal right now is like, what party. the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> he's more chill than Alice at his coking high. Yeah. Oh, he's just like, what's he's, going on? He's just realised shit's happening at his yeah. Danny current, just giving him the current news. place of employment. He's like, I better drink this alcohol before anyone finds out. I love how easily people in the movies drink whiskey, hey? Like, they just down it like it's nothing. <laughs> like it's just a bit of water. Yeah, like I'm a good whiskey drinker, right? It makes me smash, but I'm a good whiskey drinker. But these people, like, chug it like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Man in tie with, with uh, disheveled hair. See, the beat cop, he just he knows what needs to happen here. But his his boss, he doesn't. It's like, man. And the other thing you've got is like a New York cop and an LA cop connecting too. Yes. Does he have the uh, the same hair over his ears in in the breakfast club as he does here? Yeah, 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 he does. It's like he's got a mullet over his ears. He plays a, a, you know, total same sort of character. Mr. Vernon. Mr. Vernon. That's probably his name in here. It's like, what's going on, dude? It's the same. Oh, no, he's got a black shirt on in that one. But he's got the same jacket on. Yeah. Literally the same jacket and the same hair. Literally the same jacket from Die Hard. It's almost like he was doing, in in his break from filming Die Hard, he started filming (laughs) The Breakfast Club at the same time. I'll I'll just change the shirt. No one will know it's me in both movies. (laughs) He's like a modern-day Clark Kent. Yeah. (laughs) It's a brave move to go with the sideburns, but then grow your head down over the top of your ears, too. Yeah, they're like ear mullets. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm impressed, quite honestly. He's trying to set a new a new trend. No one's going with him on it, but, you know, kudos for having a crack at it, mate. I'm look, I'm checking out new hairstyles. I want to go in and be able to say, hey, I want the uh, sergeant out of, um, out of Die Hard. Let's see what well, they I give s- me. I still think you need to go with the, uh, the Fabio. I uh, shouldn't go with Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis, though, is, is going with the, the ear mullets. Yeah. They've got the same hairdo. I think they need more police here. I like this part where they, they run in and they, the thorns in the bushes get them. <laughs> oh, look at the 80s computer data. Wow, yeah. look at those. And there's server boxes there that are the size of cars. IBM, baby. <laughs> IBM. I bet that shit wouldn't run my Fitbit. 
<laughs> Our mobile phones would now be ten times more powerful than that entire building. Yeah. <laughs> now they'd break in and he'd say he's trying to get like thirty billion dollars, and you'd be like, "Do you want me to grab my app? I'll send you more than that if you just fuck off now." See, that scene oh, there look. reminds me of all the uh, you know whenever okay. the police I want this haircut here, right here. I'll even grow the, the mo. Yeah. Yeah, old at the front, party at the back. Yeah. Now, this guy... I'll sponsor you from November. <laughs> I like this guy because he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. He's gone. Chocolate does sound nice. I like the fact that he's holding up the building, but he has to be, he's a bit uncertain about stealing a chocolate bar. That's he, needs, he needs a sugar rush, mate. He's probably got diabetes. <laughs> I'll just rephrase that. No, no, that that's fine. Um, the line I was going to say would have been much worse, but we'll just yeah. go. We'll just move on. Here's Theo. Oh, I wonder if Theo's actually trying to break open this vault or whether he's just playing Fortnite. Again, crappy parking, Argyle. Do a bit more effort, mate. You should. You've got plenty of time. Practice. He's thinking. He thinks the bear's talking to him. I think he's been on the coke as well. Now, this is this is like um, the police overkill in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, this is when you get five stars because you've been into the military base trying to steal one of the jets. Yeah, just they just send out three million police officers and they never stop coming in. Yeah, mm, I feel like a Nestle Crunch right now. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Thank you, Mister Miyagi, for inspiring me. <laughs> Mister Miyagi. <laughs> 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 right, let's do it. They're gonna I've breach. Got a question. I've got a question. Have you yeah. ever watched a movie and food has been involved in the in a scene in the movie and it's made you go out and buy that food? I, it, every single day when I talk to someone, they can be like, "Oh yeah, it's like having a slice of pizza. I have to have pizza that night." <laughs> like I'm so easily swayed like that. It's terrible. <laughs> They're shooting at the lights. Genius. I wonder how much the lighting cost for yeah, this they've, movie. They've got all these guns and they're trying to pick a lock. <laughs> There's all sorts of lights in this movie. Cigarette lights. Those how lights. About, how about Christmas they just break lights. the damn glass? Yeah, why aren't they just breaking the glass? Send in the car. Car lights. I like the way he says that. Lights, yeah. siren lights on police cars. Lights on cars. There's a lot of lights in this movie. Just break the damn glass. There you They've go. Got an RV. Yeah, now they could just walk in. Like, yeah. Should have just left them there. Let them play with the door as long as possible. You know, the next step of security could have been is just putting a chair against the doors and go, oh, no, it's blocked now. See, this, was, this movie was before Desert Storm when we saw some real fucking heavy shit tearing up a highway. Yeah. We were impressed by this once upon a time. Now we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. As this, we just let, we just throw around some weapons. It's all right. Yeah, he's like dickhead, <laughs> but in German. Yeah, whatever that is in German. Oh, here comes the lift. Here comes the car. There's Joey. He's not happy. 
Joey Greco. <laughs> Schnell, Schnell. Oh, you've got to have a Schnell in there if you've got Germans. Yeah, just, yeah, don't worry definitely. about it. It's just a missile. Ooh, don't, don't worry ooh. about it fitting the ground. Mark, Mark Schnell. Schnell. Mark Schnell. Fast hurry. Fast warning. You know what it is? I've got no idea. They're just making, they're just putting German sounding words together. Yeah, yeah. And then we put down the little legs of this thing. We've got to line it up. Oh, that's right. They've got to bolt it in. This thing's still driving down the road. Now, okay. Anything like this, right? You're supposed to have a clearing behind you. And it's something ridiculous like 60 metres because <laughs> of the blowback. And they're doing it in a closed building. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go well, isn't it? Yeah. Kaboom. Whoa. That gives you five stars. Yeah. <laughs> now the chopper's come. Yeah, this one you got to find somewhere. Hit it again. Yeah, this is this is cold. At this point, you've got to ring up Leicester and get your wanted level taken away. <laughs> yeah. Ah, this is where it gets tricky. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is a really cool part of the movie, actually. Yeah. He gets one of these old Apple IIe computers. They weigh about 300 kilos. Why did he use the computer, though? Like, it, there was no need for it. Well, he needed something heavy to get it down there really fast, so he thought, let's just put one of these these massive computer boxes down there. Yeah, but the, the the general theory of relativity means that it would fall no matter how heavy it was. Well, I suppose if you think you put more weight, it's going to fall faster. No, that's the point. It won't. It'll fall the same <laughs> No, way. no, but I, I, I think that, that's his mindset. Movie logic. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Puts all of the... Uh, the detonators in C4. I love yeah. that this this C4, by the way, fucking blows this entire building up. <laughs> One stick of it. <laughs> Take this under, adver- under advisement. Geronimo. Now, let me watch my handiwork. Because you would. You would. Yeah. You'd be like, what's this shit going to look like? Yeah, that that's exploding far too much. Yeah, for one stick, man. If C four was like that, you wouldn't be able to hold put it in a backpack. I'm sorry. No, you wouldn't. Drop that shit out of the Enola Gay. Fabio's not happy. Nah, he's like he thought he came in with some good intel, and then he's just been shut down. And they're like, "What was that?" Real bad day at the office for these cops. Yeah, Danny Wiley. You see that? He's getting the right ear in the camera shot. Tell me you got my ear. I got it. <laughs> this right? was this was the biggest explosion in LA prior to uh, the riots in '92. Yeah. There's Hans Gruber. Oh look, he's not wearing a suit. Yeah, that's just a sport, not a sport jacket, like a coat, I guess. Yeah. Looks like they're just going to take them having a coffee. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just chilling, looking for some hairstyles, I guess. <laughs> now he's got more height in that hairstyle. That was like not very high. Yeah, you could tell he was a budding terrorist at that stage. He wasn't yeah, really yeah. to a hardcore. Yeah. And just a European terrorist. Like, who cared about that? 
Here comes old ear mullets. Now you listen to me. You're you're suspended. <laughs> Sorry, what did he gave him detention? Maybe he's given everyone detention now. Yeah, he does. He does that in the um, movie. Actually, he gets a walkie-talkie and says something similar, but, really? but with less less language. You've all got detention. Dwayne T. Robinson. I bet that didn't go down well with Emilio Estevez. <laughs> yeah. Judd Nelson. <laughs> Molly Ringwall. Jerk off. Oh, would God. you be? Like, would you be thinking, oh, man, what he's saying is clever. If you are in the basement of a building that just fucking exploded in a limo with a bear. <laughs> I don't think the fucking humor would get me. <laughs> no. There's an awful lot going on. Yeah. I think I'd be a little bit tense. <laughs> He's still cracking out those half smiles. Oh. Else is back on the gear. Oh yeah, I'd be. Yeah, he's he should be just doing all the blow right now. Here he goes. He's going to take over because Ellis, he isn't one to suffer fools. He's like, fuck this man. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out high on coke and with my hair on end. You know what I'm saying, Gennaro? Hey, <laughs> where's the bus? He's going to talk to the big L. <laughs> he's taking a bit of nasal courage. Yeah, Hans. Booby, <laughs> I'm your white knight. Another of the classic lines. Like, no, 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 no. Carl just wants to pop one in his face. <laughs> he wants to kill someone. Yeah, Hans wants to, I don't know, Hans just wants to humour him. He's very perceptive. <laughs> he watches 60 Minutes. They want oh, something. Some sugar on me. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps running around in your head every time you see a Fabio turn up. 80s rock, I tell Was you. Was he the lead singer or the lead guitarist? Oh, I've got no idea. But I know the drummer's definitely... That's not the drummer. Of, sorry. I'm no, that's kidding. true. No, this is what the whole thing is. You know he's a terrorist because of that white turtleneck he's wearing. Yeah. yeah. That's are, a real crime here. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Hans? Booby. I'm your white knight. I must have been 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the condescending sarcasm is lovely. I love it. It really is. I can bring him to you. Look at that grin. He is so happy with himself. It's a shit-eating grin, isn't it? It really is. Roy, are you all right? He's like, I'm starting to feel a little bit underappreciated here, fella. What are I putting Twinkies? He goes, I'll give you everything. Yellow dye number five. So like I'd be a little bit more worried about all of that asbestos that just fell on you. <laughs> yeah. But he knows about his yellow dye number five. Yeah. Kid's back on the ranch. Keeping the cowboy thing going strong. He's found some thermos. He's looking at his kids. Looking at their bitch mother. (laughs) (laughs) Touching cowboy touching. 
Or should I call you Mr. McLean? Officer John McLean. It's like, hmm. Now the tables have turned. Oh, gotta get his wife. <laughs> Danny White has had no idea. Sister Teresa. You need the shithead. <laughs> and he thinks it's going to be Holly. And then when it's Ellis, he's like, fuck Ellis, you idiot. You drug. You druggy. <laughs> in a different universe. He, John White. <laughs> in a different universe, it, he, it is his wife. And John's just like, shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> shoot her twice. Make sure she's dead. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> no one can tell you to these guys get what they want. Capiche? Putting hard sail on McLean. Yeah. Your sales tactics don't work here, Alice. Now, why did he say that? Why would Alice? Because that... he wants yeah. to. He wants to bang Holly, so he doesn't want to put her at risk. Ah, okay. He's he's a smart man. <laughs> Jesus, Andrew, what the hell? <laughs> he's a little bit of tactics. You look at him. He's taking the coke to make sure he stays on the game. Yeah, get some of that uh, caffeine in him. Yeah, that'll like, go. Yeah. yeah, I like the way he thinks that he's playing this great for the terrorists, and then he's he says something here like, "Hans, we're not method acting." Is this the last movie this guy ever started? Yeah, this was a one-hit wonder for him. Yeah, he probably did die on the scene. Can we, maybe it was real coke. Um, <laughs> he really should have been in other movies, like just playing the same character, just Ellis, the whole Every time. time. Should we look him up? Yeah, go on. Yeah, look him up. Ellis Imagine if it turned out it was like... Uh, like uh, someone real famous. Like it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> but with like prosthetic. I'll find out if anybody was also considered for the role of Harry Ellis. Yeah. And we'll see if there's anybody John. that might have done a better job than this fantastic man. No one possibly could have. He was perfect. No. He was the right man for the job, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Bang. You failed. That's what happens if you're in sales and you don't get the job done that you promised you would. They shoot you in the head. Yeah, that's it. Hart Bockner. That's his name. He Hart. sounds like one of the terrorists. It doesn't. Huh? That sounds like a terrorist name. Hart Bockner. Die Hard 8. Ellis's Revenge. <laughs> He's still alive. He didn't die on the set of Die Hard. Oh, How well, that's good to see. <laughs> did, he, did he start in anything Hart, else? Bok- yeah, I'm trying to look up. Hart Bockner. Okay, hang on. I wonder if he's been in anything that we may even remotely know. Like, he may start as a pop plant in a movie somewhere. Might have done the voice in The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> he did a squawk of one of the uh, stampeding cat. He's 63 on. years old and he's been in movies like... Um, Die Hard. <laughs> uh, Car- oh, the remake of Carrie in 2013. I think that was the remake, yeah. Really? Um, oh, and he's appeared on the TV show Scandal. Never heard of it. After Die Hard, he was in movies that were kind of like, you know, B-grade. He was in Urban Legends. Do you remember that horror film? No. 
No. Okay. There's a movie called Speaking of Sex. He played mm-hmm. Felix. Well, he played a sleazy character in Die Hard, didn't he? So. Yeah. TV shows, he was really not in anything that you'd know. Oh, he was in Crossing Jordan, Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds. I've never watched And anything. he's got a recent role at the moment, so he is still in the media. What's uh, his recent he... role? Hey? He's in a TV show at the moment, I think. Yeah, he's oh. in a TV show at the moment called Too Old to Die Young. <laughs> what? Here's a funny thing. We're, we're, we're like, he might have died, and then when you say all the things he's been on, and we're surprised that we don't know any of them. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's the point, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to have been in something massive, like where you know he's getting royalties, like Harry and the Hendersons or something, and he played Harry. <laughs> no, no, you're getting royalties out of this. Yeah, just this. Yeah, this is his biggest movie. I'd like to talk to him. Yeah, get him on the podcast. Imagine if, uh, imagine, and I think about this with a lot of, of uh, actors and stuff. Imagine being typecast as the sleaze, and that's the <laughs> only job you get. Is like, yeah, you know what? We wanted someone that just seemed like a real scumbag, a real sleazy cokeus and scumbag, and you are perfect. You, just, you walked in that door, and we're like, we've got our man. <laughs> it's got to be hard, eh? It's got to be heartbreaking, too. Yeah. Like he's probably gone and studied at some, you know, fantastic acting academy, and he's been in Shakespearean plays. He gets on the screen and says, okay, you're the sleaze. You nailed it. I haven't done anything yet. No, mate, you just did Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just slow down with the acting. Save it for the production. And every movie he goes in for. Well, we don't have a sleaze in this one, but you're so good, we'll make one. But what about when, like, he, he proposes to marry someone and stuff, and it just comes across as sleazy the whole time? It's like, Bobby, I'm your husband to be. The white knight. Yeah, the white knight. <laughs> Does a bump. We're back on the walkie-talkies. That's how people in Australia still communicate because of the telecommunication so crap. Yeah. Nice. Doesn't make sense, man. I'm just a desk jockey. Here we go. We're getting into some background. Oh, here oh. comes the emotional stuff. Got the tissues. In my youth. Oh, author of host- Hostage Terrorist, Terrorist Hostage. Now, here's the thing, right? This was taking the piss back then. This is the sort of media we get these days, though. Yeah. Helsinki. Oh, like your lady that got an ice cream cone and, and had a time oh. lapse of it melting. Yeah, on the, on exactly. the news today, because it was hot. You know, yeah. gets hot this time of the year all the time, weirdly enough. So they did the, the journo. She gets her ice cream cone and they do a time lapse of it melting in her hand to show that it was really hot today. It's oh. like, come on, man. <laughs> Dawn. Sir, the FBI is here. Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, no relation. Yeah, no relation. No shit. I thought they were related until he pointed it out, to be fair. Well, yeah, if they are, it's similar to the Dudley boys from WWF. This guy here actually was a villain in a James Bond movie. He's got the, the scar. 80s? 
Yeah. He's got that scarred face, a bit like a young Paul Crawley. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Now, Hans, Hans goes up and he's like, man, I'm the boss. Let me check this out. And this is when he gets confronted. That looks like it's from the X-Files. Yes. <laughs> it's a, a maglock. It's, he... it's not a dolphin. That's <laughs> <brand>. true. <laughs> he found that one in the expensive aisle at Bunnings. Well, don't forget, if he did did find it at this place, it's a very expensive business, so they'd have all the latest gadgets. That's true. Yeah, torches. I like the fact that Hans is a um, he's an explosives expert. He's coming up to check out the handiwork of his of his minions. He probably is. He's looking at the debt cord right now. He's He's like, like, "What the hell? It's all been cut up! Damn it! Look at this shitty workmanship." Oh, please don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. Don't kill me. Now his hair looks completely different. What happened to all the product? Yeah. Please, God, no. You're one of them, aren't you? He's even putting on his uh, attempting his an American accent after being attempting to do a German one all, all for the rest of the movie. I wonder how many actors are able to do American, German, and English accents all at once. Good question. Oh. You ever heard uh, Anthony Hopkins' um, Kiwi accent? No. no. He was in. He was in a movie, and I never watched it, but it was about. I think it was called The Fastest Indian. Right? If you ever hear, it's the worst fucking accent ever. Oh, Hans is trying to get to his gun. It just It's just through here, dude. It's just through it's here. Just there. And he's like, he looks at him suspiciously. You prick. I want my gun. Stay with me if you want to live. Sounds like an A7 scenario. Sounds like A7 to me, too. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Demands. No, McLean. It's like zip it. He's inside. Who is he? He might be a cop. We're checking on that. Oh, he's not one of my cops, man. (laughs) No, my cops don't have that much balls. Oh, he's down to limited number of cigarettes. He has been getting through them pretty quickly. Now, he's like, yeah, smoke. These European cigarettes probably don't have a filter back in the good old days when they made you healthy and strong. (laughs) If you're not one of them, hmm, a cup from New York. Great acting. New York? Like, New York? You can't half tell that, that Hans Gruber had done, you know, Shakespearean acting in his past. Yeah, definitely. He's like, he's got, he's got no shoes on. He looks him up. He's like, hmm. Awkward silence. <laughs> You're, uh, Clay. Bill. Clay. <laughs> That's how I introduce myself all the time, too. Like, freak, league, freak. You should have asked him what his middle name was. 
Yeah, that would have been interesting. Just like, yeah, and, and I remember saying, what's the F in your middle name stand for? And he says, Frederick, and go, ah, because on the board there it says it starts with M. You lion, bang. Kills him, and that's the end of the whole movie. Yeah. He's tempting him now. You tease McLean. But it's empty. Oops. That's a scene from Greece where she um puts out the oh, yes. <laughs> What's the scene? What scene is it? Oh you know in um you know the end scene of Greece yeah. where um Sandy is all hotted up and Danny Zuko is um you know at the, the fair with his, you know mates. That's right. <laughs> and she turns up looking hot in her leather um pants and, and her outfit and She's, you know, smoking, and then she puts out the cigarette with her shoes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just Do you think to... Hans could have done a, a good Sandy? <laughs> Would he look good in a leather, well, I find a leather the dress? I the scene from Greece a lot better. But anyway, that was a nice scene of Hans Gruber putting out his cigarette with his shoe. Anyway. He'd be like, you'd better shape up. You'd better shape up. Because <laughs> I need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, will there be a four? Click. Oops. <laughs> no bullets. No bullets. What do you think I'm fucking stupid, Hans? You were, you were saying. saying. We've seen this way too often, Andrew. Yeah. I'm sorry. Here comes Def Leppard again. Oh, oh no, no, Fabio's <laughs> gone. He's <Isn't> dead. Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte's son. It does look like Nick Nolte, it does. doesn't it? I've been staring at that handsome blonde guy, wondering who does he look like. And well, yeah. I think it was Joey. Joey. Oh! Joey Greco. Oh, Joey Greco's gone. <laughs> You're always told as a footballer, take, they can't run without legs. That was the lawnmower, that one. What is My it about genius. movies when they get shot in the legs that it seems more brutal than getting shot in the face? True. Oh. Mind you, Joey's still got better knees than Kieran Foran. This is the part you... This is the part... <laughs> I've just realised he looks like Nathan Long. Oh, true, yes. <laughs> this is your favourite part, Andrew. Carl! She didn't They're speaking German, they're going, What? Huh? He says, okay, our common language will now use his English, our second language. He's Americanized. <laughs> He's like, can't you speak German, you stupid German? <laughs> oh, that's just so... That's so amusingly stupid, that scene. I love it. It is. It's great, though. It's like it makes so much sense in 80s action movie <laughs> world, you know. It's like when you watch Commando and the, he's shooting like about a million rounds. It's like, how the fuck could he even carry that much ammo? Exactly. No, he's not in the building. You, you heard wrong. He's looking at no, the No, Jesus Christ is one of is in there. Oh, yeah, the scenes I don't like the most is the glass on feet. Scene. He's just thrown a waggle wheel across the floor. Don't worry about <laughs> Occupational health and safety in this movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Fucking hell! It made a hell of a mess with that. He's Ow. got the detonators now. We're He's back in business. I don't care about him. Smile, Carl. Oh. Do you think Carl ever smiles at anything? 
Like, do you reckon Carl really? loves going nothing more than German. German? There's an older Scott Morrison, are there? No, that was Harold from Neighbours. <laughs> Harold from Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> the one who wrote the book. <laughs> His family's home address, right here in LA. It's like, oh yeah, Huey Lewis. Candy bar Have another Nestle crunch, mate. <laughs> I reckon. Now he comes in and he's just really, he's not having a good day, Carl. Let, let's be honest, we'll say he's a bit perturbed. Yeah. He doesn't like the drinks. What a waste of alcohol. These drinks. She's like, man, any person to piss off someone like that's my ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. It's kind what of a touchy What's the ex or they just separated but still married? I think they were separated, but still married, huh? Separated. She still kept the picture up on the, you know, desk. Yeah. I mean, if if she really hated him, she would have, you know, ripped up that picture or, or, you know, cut him out of the picture, photoshopped him. Oh, no, there's no Photoshop back then. Just sticky tape and scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Put a picture of Fabio over his face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the ideas, man. (laughs) Theo. The hardest working man here, actually, if we're honest. Yeah. Password. Did, they, did Theo really need anyone else to do any of this? Like, couldn't he have just gone to where the vault was and just done all of this shit quietly? I'm starting to think that that probably would have been a better a better approach. Yeah. All these people are just stuffing up for Theo. Got a pool going on you. Oh. Just got to get this bit of glass out of the foot. Oh, like when you go to get the mail and you step on a bendy. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Exact same. There's no difference. It's also quite similar if you're um, barefoot and you're walking on a very hot road and you hit one of those really sharp rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I saw a tweet today by Arabella. She was talking about childbirth. No way is that worse than what John McClane's going through right here. He just no put a piece way. of glass out of his foot. Exactly. That's insane. Oh, it's sting, oh, man. Now we're getting into the really deep emotional stuff. I shot a kid. Shot a kid. But you should be in jail. Yeah, I know, what? Why did they even give him a gun? I thought it was a, a ray gun. gun. It was a ray gun. When you're a Wookiee, they teach you everything. Carl, Carl, your problem, mate. You're too intense. Just lighten up, man. His name's Al, not Carl. His we name's Carl. Keep... Stop, stop pretending. Carl. He's pretending his name is Al. His name is Carl. I reckon. It sounds the same as Al. Hey, man, how could you know? Have you ever brought up something awkward like that in a conversation? Like, oh, how'd you get that? It's like, oh, in that car crash where my whole family died. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, people go, oh, um... Yeah. How it's like do you we... change the subject now? How about that, eh? Well, I'll be off. <laughs> Want another beer? <laughs> <laughs> so did you see the footy on the weekend? Yeah. So how about Latrell Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's really going through it. <laughs> oh, Latrell. What about GI? He's still in the news. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he's just replaced GI. That's pretty much it. <laughs> The circuits that cannot be cut are cut automatically in response to a terrorist incident. You ask for miracles, Theo. I give you 
the FBI. Lovely. I'm telling you, I can shut it down from here, man. You can't. It's not that easy. I can. I can just do it here. It's got to be done downtown. There's Rudy Giuliani there. He's getting quite upset. Yeah. He's like got a bucket properly. He's got a hard hat on, and there's why, nothing. Why is he even wearing a helmet when he's not doing any hard work? He's just standing exactly. near a hole. He's a spotter. This is in the 80s. He's a spotter. Haven't you heard of occupational health and safety? Work safe. I'm from the country. We don't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you think anything I do is safe? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a podcast where you should be freaking out and fleeing bushfires. Oh. Motorola was just mentioned there. Oh, Motorola. The brand. So we've had Nestle, Motorola. What other brands have we seen Bit in this movie? Like Coke. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Colombian nose dust. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, Al. Carl. Twink- Twinkies, whatever the brand of the Twinkies were. <laughs> I think they just call Twinkies, aren't they? Twinkies, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just called Twinkies, yeah. Here we go. Theo, the man, it he opens just hit up. it out of the park. Somehow it electrically opens up, even though they just cut the power. There you go, and it's full of archive boxes. You yes. beauty. There'll be like tax receipts from 1979 in there and fuel expense accounts from 1982. <laughs> Merry Christmas indeed, Theo. Have fun going through that and doing some filing. They must be pissing their pants. <gasps> Just put it in a bank. Yeah. And look at it. The filing they spent all this time trying to break into this vault. Once they get in there, it's like, oh, let's wander around and, and just, you know, enjoy what we're looking at here like we're in a museum. Empty the freaking vault and get out. Where are their sacks to put the money in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut him down. Christmas. Let him sweat. Give him a helicopter. Right up the ass. This bloke's trying to be Tommy Lee. Edgy it's Johnson? Like no, Tommy Lee, other. doesn't it, from um, The Fugitive? Yeah, he's trying you hard. Ki- you killed your wife. <laughs> I reckon he's probably a Tommy Lee body double in pretty much every other movie Tommy <laughs> Lee's been in. Where he's had to do anything physical? Yeah, that yeah. bloke just steps in. Untraceable bonds. No such thing. I would think not, hey. Here we go. Here's a special agent, Johnson. Helicopters are unroots as you requested. What the fuck happened to we don't negotiate with terrorists? Like, yeah. they were hard into it. They were like, yeah, just fucking give them everything they want. Well, I think right there, they're, uh, I reckon they're probably just lying there. But they don't realise that the helicopters were just to uh, just to blow up the helicopters and piss them all off. Yeah. Yo, Carl, you got a minute? Hang on, I'm just eating a Twinkie. Listen. Starting to get a bad feeling up here. Uh huh. It's interesting that no one's bothered to clean the uh, mirrors there. Yeah, that, is, well, is, it's. Is this a, like, um, like before he entered the premises? 
Yeah. Right. So it's filthy. It's like a well, an office that should have you know well-paid office cleaners. Exactly. They have touchscreen computers in the basement to replace the useless staff member, but they can't clean the mirrors. But I think it's like a glass. It's got the the things on for the size of the mirror. That's what it is because it's a new building. See. Right. Oh, do you, oh yeah. Usually, when you buy a new house, they still have that sort of stuff, don't they? Like yeah. measurements and, and. I guess that's very yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I've been shut down. I've been shut down with logic. Is that a first? <laughs> it's a first on the no, podcast. It's the first on the podcast. It's not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're getting all emotional here. Two blokes having a chat, getting teary. She never heard me say I'm sorry. This is it. Men don't go to the GPs, you know, often enough. They need to talk out their feelings. You know, do you remember that um, video clip with um, Nate Miles and Paul Gallen? Oh, yes. Do you remember that? State of mind, I think it was. I'll send you a link. Isn't that about uh, mental health awareness and stuff like that? And it was about talk to a mate or, you know. You're okay? Yeah, Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> See, all this here is just telling you that everybody needs to have a Carl in their life. Yeah. No, our pal. His name's Carl. <laughs> I'm sticking with it's Carl. Not, it's not Carl from Family Matters with Steve Urkel. It's always Carl. Was he was he a policeman in that TV show? <laughs> I, I bet know. he was. I bet he was. <laughs> He's he like was the just, same size in Family Matters. He's like just it's. Tell me, Carl. Just go and tell my wife I'm sorry. And he's like, my oh, name's Alan. He says, thanks, Carl. I need to look this up now. Yeah, can you look it up? Find out exactly what his occupation I, was. He was a construction Matt. worker, I'm sure of it. He had to be a policeman. Construction worker, yeah. Calling construction worker. All right. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Imagine if he said that the whole time for the rest of the movie. Ow, ah, ow, ah, ow, ah, ow. That would be so much ow, better. Ow, ow, ow. O-W. O-W. And then after I just goes, ouchie, wouchie. Yeah. In an American accent, a New York American accent. Ow, ow. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's really got energy to do that right now. <laughs> With sore feet. Oh, my goodness. How many times is, um, has he taken the Lord's name in vain during this movie? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's oh. a double cross. Uh-oh. Nick Nolte's son is pissed. <laughs> He's not happy. <laughs> so you know exactly what I mean now when I announced that he looked like Nick Nolte. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't even for the life of me tell you a Nick Nolte movie. 24 hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, another 24 hours. Another 24 hours, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracker films, yeah, those ones. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love those movies. I used to watch them yeah. as a kid, too. Carl can take a punch. Oh, yeah. He's being trained in martial arts. Those, like the European ones. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in Nam. It's like, I was in junior high, dickhead. Nine, 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 nine. 
Uh-oh, and here we go. Here it is. Everything is revealed. Come home. Reginald Bell Johnson is an American actor. He's best known for playing policeman characters such as Carl Winslow. Oh, sorry. He did play a policeman in that show. Carl the Policeman. This movie's just a spin-off of Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a day in the life of It's Carl. a prequel. <laughs> I like the way that um, Hans did that little slide as he came out there and he's you know shot a bullet in the air. Yeah, that's classy. John McClane yeah. needs a tissue. Get his ass kicked. He's like, I'll go for my gun. That'll do it. Oh, that's gotta hurt. Okay, it's been a few hours. How do you think his hair is holding up at the moment? <laughs> some Vidal Sassoon type shit, really, hadn't he? Did he have time to go get some uh, Excuse me, Schwarzkopf. you got to keep it <laughs> theme relevant. Is, is there such a hair product that says we'll last 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for all types of terrorism. Perfect for all, all matters of life. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about losing 20 to 25% of hostages. Oh, look, it's Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> What type of ones are these? These are Hueys. Have you ever have you ever been in one of these? No. No, not one of these. No. You know they look big, right? They're mm. tiny. They're yeah. so small. It's like it's like sitting in a mini. A Mister Bean mini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're absolutely <laughs> tiny. It's crazy. When did you go in a um, Huey? I, I, I was in them. <laughs> You ever seen the movie Born on the Fourth of July? I have, I have. Basically, is that, my life is that is what you used to look like with the long hair? My <laughs> life is exactly like that, except I have never been in a wheelchair before. I figured um, Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise's character came back from Nam in a wheelchair. I thought, is that, yeah. is that you? Yeah, like you'll hear me any given day yelling into the ether like penis, but outside of that, yeah, yeah. Here we go, right. Carl. He's not happy. Wow. Gets kicked in the head. Oh. I mean, Carl, for a pretty good fighter, really dumb fighter. He is pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. He's got the size advantage. I, I think he'd use I, it a bit I figured, um, you know, when he finally got John McClane, he'd just, you know, shoot him after all that pain yeah. and suffering he's been under, especially with the um, scene where he um, attacked the, the alcoholic beverages on the table. Mm. I like yeah. this. I'm an exceptional thief, Mrs. McClane. Nice kick. Oh, I went for the karate chop. Gets a, a good old-fashioned American headbutt. I'd like He's... to get uh, Dr. Alan Pierce on to see if we could talk about, you know, the severity <laughs> of concussion that John McClane would have after this. I I think Alan would love to have, like, just a bunch of movie scenes that we tee up and say, ask him about the head injury. Yeah. I think he'd find it really funny. <laughs> he probably might not talk to us again after that. No, he's, he's... Yeah, I dare say, you can chat us, I'm going right. I think you're taking the piss now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Carl, he's just hanging around. Carl's, you know what? Carl's fine. He's just having a rest. He is just having a rest. Here we go, look at this. Why are they flying through the streets like this, by the way? There's no need for them to be flying like this. Saigon. <laughs> I was a junior high, dickhead. 
There's a message. Oh, it's okay. It's all good. Damn it. Damn it. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Now they're all on the roof. John's going to say... what's going on. Look at him running away. Oh. Ah, and there goes the crunchy man. <laughs> no more Nestle Crunch for you. That's what you like, get for shopping. Where's Holly? Yeah, all you people, I don't care. I don't care about you women. They're going to yell at one another. Get downstairs. Huh? What? Uh, what's he talking about? Oh, he's got a gun. I've uh, never seen one of those before. Downstairs. <laughs> I see. Nail that, Nail that sucker. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, come on, dude. At least get him. At least maim him. Yeah, just one. Everyone's a bad shot in here. Swing around again. I'll bag this little bastard. Now, one of the the bad guys is like, Hans, they're all coming back downstairs, brah. (laughs) (laughs) There's always a Captain Obvious that's in the the, um, bad guys group. Yeah. Now, if I was on the roof at this point, this is the first thing I would have done as well. I wouldn't have thought about just running down the stairs. It was Huey Lewis. There you go. There That's is. the power of running. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. They're coming back down. Load the roof. Load the roof. Screw Carl. He's damaged goods now. I promise I'll never even think about going in a tall building again. Now, did he really do that? I can't think of him in another tall building. Um, he went in the airport in in uh, Die Hard 2. Mm. Like he went to the top of the control tower. Oh, yeah, that's pretty tall, I guess. Yeah, and he was... I can't remember the, the last couple of them because I... He jumped off a bridge in Die Hard 3. Yeah, and in Die Hard Five, my God, I wish I hadn't have seen that one. Yeah, he was exactly. in, he was up high in one building at Chernobyl. Oh. Hang on, did you just oh. say Chernobyl? Yes, he went to Chernobyl. They went to Chernobl because <laughs> it wasn't fight. dangerous enough without fighting terrorists. That'd be terrorists with radiation in Chernobyl. <laughs> you know, you know where Die Hard Six is going to be? It's going to be based at Brookvale. Die Hard Six with asbestos. That's hilarious. Oh shit. It's going to be deadly types of gases and diseases that you can get everywhere thrown in with terrorism. That's funny. <laughs> that guy. Right, everyone's still going downstairs. I like that guy. He's like, yeah, I was the one that got hit in the head with the, the bit of falling brick. <laughs> That's all right. And then this elevator just explodes because of the that's, chop. That's exactly the same scene in Die Hard 5, remember? It is. It's Chernobyl. Yeah. There's an explosion at the top and a helicopter gets blown up and it crashes to the ground. And just oh. like in Die Hard 5, John McClane dives into a pool. No way. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you have to watch that movie, Die Hard 
I think it's five. Five of, yeah. It's got an Aussie in it. Yeah. Try something. Try, yeah, yeah, that's him. Courtney? Courtney. That's him. That's him, the Aussie guy. All right. Clean's had a wash now. Yep. His feet Christmas. are fine at this point too, by the way. Pretty yeah, they're good. all good now. Um, the Christmas tree, though, did not last. It just fell over. Yeah. So sad news for Christmas. Looks like it's cancelled. Now, Argyle, he's going to make a difference here. He's, he's sick been of freaking being out by sleeping. Yeah. He's just gone, hang on. These people are working on a public holiday. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> he's cottoned on. He's the first one to do it. He's a genius, uh, Argyle. What if Argyle and Theo teamed up and were the bad guys in a new Die Hard movie? They couldn't be beaten. Yeah. That'd be great. Holly's just got, like, asbestos in her hair. Yeah. That's what they used in the hairspray back in the 80s. Yeah. It worked good, too. <laughs> He's like, I've got two bullets. You have one to Hans, one to the old ex-wife. <laughs> 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 Look, he's about the slow medicine crawl in a limo. Like, no one's going to see you in a limo. Yeah, yeah you're in a fucking limo. There you it's go. a stretch motherfucker. <laughs> so he hits, hits the vehicle, and then he gets out. Now, like... That is apparently a real punch, by the way. The punch that he would have to have. To, I also have got this thing. I hate the knockout cold punches in movies, hey? Yeah. Like, like they, you one. just get switched off. Yeah, exactly. It's like now I don't have to worry about him for like three hours. It's like. Here we go. Don't come He's like, I've got your wife and I've got Huey. <laughs> That's the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got that song in my head from Back to the Future. Everybody? <laughs> That's the power of love. He's moving towards the weapon. Alrighty. Mm. Here's Huey. What's he looking? He's looking suspicious. Menacing. Is this all about a robbery? You've left a few uh, bonds go there, Hans. Why'd you have to nuke the whole building? When you're still 600 million, you have to disappear. You don't really these days. No. I think 600 million, even in the 80s, was kind of low-balling it for this much effort. Yeah, what would you... Like, he should have gone for a billion. At least a billion, in, even in the 80s. I think a billion is... It's a good round number. 600 million just seems like enough for what he's planning on doing. He's done the maths. He's gone... I just need 597 million. Let's just call the need 600 million. Uh, it's kind of weird that they didn't say like 500 million. They were like, no, no, yeah. no let's make it six. Need to be 600 million for some reason. Here we go. He sees his gap there. And he starts laughing. And this confuses the terrorist. And he's like, I'm going to laugh too, because you're laughing. And Huey Lewis is like, having a laugh. Oh, he doesn't want to be hilarious. left out. So that's where the Christmas sticky tape went. Yep. 
Oh, fair in the head for Huey. That's the power of the gun. There's some news for you. <laughs> Happy trials, Hans. Oh. <laughs> and he's, he's still got Holly, and he's like, holy shit, I he's bought like, her that watch. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Get rid of the fucking Rolex. He's going, no. Oh, yeah, that's the Rolex. That's hang right. On, right. Hang on, don't forget she's had a pay increase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've you got to do the kissy face thing when you're trying to struggle. Oh, the best blue screen ever. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Oh. Like, oh. Would this be the most memorable moment in all cinematography oh, history? Yeah, absolutely. It's right up there. Down. Bye-bye. Like and uh. the scene in Basic Instinct. And look at him go. Are you talking about the ice pick? Oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> nice you're gonna, a, you're gonna need a new shovel to clean that one up. And then he's bleeding oh. all over his ex. Oh, yes, I will definitely sleep over in that bed that you proposed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> now she's gonna go and wash her hair again. Got all oh. McLean's blood all over the place. I forget she's had a pay increase. Oh, uh, she can she can get onto that Schwarzkopf yeah, stuff. The freak is on about. And you've um, was it a, a watch? Yeah. Yeah. All so in then. in one night, right? She became the head of the American corporation. Yeah. She got her ex husband back. She yeah. Got a pay rise. Yep. And she, and she gets to relocate to a new building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Gonna miss it, and become a celebrity on TV because Danny Wilder's going to interview. She'll be signing signatures soon and writing a book about her time. Five minutes of fame, but it's not over yet, people. She's in the sequel, isn't she? I don't think we see her again. No, the closest we come is in Die Hard Three, where he calls her at the end. Yeah, Yeah. have they broken up again by then? Oh, I think yeah. it's just constantly on, off, on, off. Oh, gosh. And they're separated by four. See, the problem is, right, they don't really get along when they're together. Uh, no, they only they only get on really well when there's an absolute massive crisis and he's trying not to die. Yeah, and on then the she's like... In Die Hard 2. Oh, no, actually, she's, she's, in, she's in Die Hard 2. She's on the plane. You're right. Yeah. She... Oh, that's right. Why don't you do Die Hard 2 next on your podcast? We could do that. It That's depends. This might there's, get there's five diehard films. <laughs> Hello, it's Carl from Family Matters. There's Carl. <laughs> Carl saying, please get me in the next movie. I don't want to be with that Urkel dickhead for another TV series. <laughs> the stupid fucking glasses that he wears. Those Laura. Laura. <laughs> what was he? Didn't he have a catchphrase? He did, but I don't know. But well, he was, Okay, he let's went, think. I'll, I will pull it. I will pull that catchphrase out. Did I do that? That's, That's it. it. <laughs> and he had a crush on Carl's daughter, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's back. He's back. I got one bullet for you. And Carl goes, "I'm going to shoot you just like I did that 13 year old boy." Bang. <laughs> <laughs> he actually thought it was a child. Yeah. Hang on, was that a scene from The Walking Dead? <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, he's overcome his uh, hang-ups. Yeah, he's, yeah, right. he's just gonna... got over his 
post-traumatic stress syndrome. You think, I'm yeah. going to take this bad boy home. I'm going to give that Urkel kid an absolute bloody taste of it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight down the barrel, boy. And then everyone just gets up and is like, whew, that was a bit oh, weird. That's all good. No more terrorists yeah. popping up out of water fountains, are there? Yeah, it's like... How do you even get in the water fountain? They're on the ground. That's a good point. I think he was blown there by uh, the explosion on the roof somehow. But he landed in a water fountain 34 floors down and survived. After choking to death, like, he's a pretty lucky terrorist at the end of the day, hey? I think it's pretty fair to say he's not even dead yet. How about the fact that this terrorist gets up and almost kills everyone? Oh, hang on, I love this bit. Yeah, that's it. Got that, Danny. Right in the kisser. And uh, then Argyle smashes out of the building and no one really pays any attention to it that there's a car racing awards them. Yeah. He's the hero of the transportation of this film. And meanwhile, <laughs> Theo is still alive. Yeah. He's just taking a nap, you know, would, in a Would van. he have had, like, a sore um, fist from that punch, you reckon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, does Theo also have all of the bonds? Did he take the money? Uh, did he get the money? Theo could have walked away out of this very, very well off indeed. Yeah, what if Argyle just stole like $100 million worth of bonds? That's what's in the boot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're getting on to uh, Die Hard 6. Or did he stuff it in the teddy? <laughs> but there's an idea. You don't ever pick up on that. Yeah. Oh, how can I... Um... You know, steal money without anyone noticing. Or oh, that's right, I'll just cut a hole in this teddy bear and stash some cash. Yeah. Young cop, Anthony Peck. Rivers. Is there anyone on here that's, that is somewhat known? Um, There's Lieutenant have... Prasad's uh, daughter. Uh... <laughs> Rebecca Prasad was on oh, there. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know where you're going with that. I'm sorry. From Police still, Academy. Oh, right, right. I still don't know where you're going with it. Time to all back to a comment that, that the missus made earlier. Right. Chad Randall's there, dude. I think he played first grade footy in, in Sydney. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, there we well, go. Yeah, that's uh, Die Hard, the original. That was fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We hope that you are all ready for Santa to turn up and that uh, you've enjoyed the evening watching Die Hard with us. And we hope that you get everything that uh, you want for Christmas, basically. We hope you were good. You weren't naughty. You were nice. Yeah, exactly. Every, and yeah. I'd say uh, I'd like to get Freaky a, a Thor hammer, but, well, he's already done that, so you're just getting nothing. I can, I can send you a regular hammer, but it's just barely significance, really. What would I get you? I'd get you a um, I'd get you a rugby league history book of some sort. You've got all of them already, but I'd find one you didn't have. Yeah. Like, uh, there's plenty I don't have. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The what would you get, us, Susie? Better. What would you get, both of us? Mm. Oh. <laughs> Put her on the spot here. Eh? Yeah. Know. What would you get, Freaky? Anyway. Some sun silk um, gift pack for your, for your hair. There you that go. You're growing, like a hair care pack. Yeah. Maybe that's... a gift voucher for that. Um, was it Ashley and what? What's that one? Ashley and Martin. That's the one, that's Ashley and Martin. You don't that. need to grow any more hair. I can grow <laughs> hair. No, no, no. It's about making it grow faster. We we want to see you with that Fabio hairstyle. Okay. I Just walk around, oh. walk around, Penrith, Just giving it an occasional um, flick. Freaky. And... 
Uh, yeah. Signed copy of a photo of Nathan Cleary. Yeah, I could do that. Um, I'd, I'd ask for a signed book of Andrews, but I've got 10 here that I've actually been selling on eBay. Uh, I think <laughs> I've got three or four left. So, um, yeah. What else? He gets a book of mine. Yeah. And he just writes his, he just signs <laughs> he signs it himself with his signature. And I just say, that'll do, no one's ever gonna know. Just make sure it's scribbled enough because it's you know, my signature's incomprehensible. <laughs> I just go around Western Sydney say, Hey, 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 uh, I wrote this. My name's yeah. Andrew Ferguson. Sign it. I'll sign it if you want. Might be better to pick up chicks in the western suburbs. <laughs> Maybe. I'd probably be better off looking for books about, like, uh, tattoos or, you or something. Yeah, Tori. <laughs> VK Commodores. <laughs> How to change a head gasket on a Tori. Suspension, baby. <laughs> there we go. Better off just signing pamphlets saying, uh, am I pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> or people saying, is it yours? <laughs> oh, jeez. Do, do you need help? <laughs> That's a little bit rough. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have yeah. a good Christmas. Thanks, guys. Have Merry a good Christmas, everyone. Have fun. Be good. And uh, we'll catch you all later on. <laughs>